Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, this is Steel Ivory, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Hi listeners, and welcome to uh, another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome singer-songwriter and good and good buddy of mine, uh, Mr. Chad Bearden. We'll um, talk with Chad about his career, music, and anything he's doing that he can talk about, including his podcast, which, folks, if you haven't heard heard uh, uh, Chad's podcast, I, I'm sure we'll get get into it a little bit later, but uh, what he does is, is, I don't think it's ever been done before, at least, at least not what I've heard. Uh, but we'll we'll um, 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 talk about that more. Uh, um, this is going to be fun. So with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome uh, 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 my buddy, uh, Mr. Chad Bearden. Hey, Chad, how are you, dude? I'm doing well. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, um, thank you for doing this again today. Dude, thank you for having me. It's it's an honor. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So. Uh, I like to start out pretty much every interview the same way. Uh um just kind of kind of talk about uh well uh um just kind of talk about uh how you got into uh the music business in the first place. Well, I, I was actually a, a cop in Alabama for about uh, a little over 10 years and uh I started playing music on the side. I had some buddies who were doing it and I I mean I grew up playing music mostly uh in the Christian world, and then I kind of got uh, thrown into the fire one night. Um, I had a buddy who booked a uh, local venue who knew that I kind of wanted to uh, to start playing some country stuff, and he called me up one night. He's like, man, I, the artist that was supposed to play did not canceled. Is there any way you can go down and play a set at, uh, at this venue in, uh, in Gunnersville, Alabama? It was called Crawl Mama's. And uh, I was like, man, I've I've never done this before, ever. There's no way that I can do this. And uh, so I tried to help him find somebody else to cover it, but long story short, I went down with a buddy of mine, and uh, we ended up doing it and having a blast and a lot of fun, and p- people loved it. So we started a, uh, a band and uh, kind of quickly became one of the top regional acts and then uh, after a couple of years, I, I had a buddy in Nashville who had had a record deal and had some success. And he uh, he would call me, and about every every month or two, and just be like, "Man, you need to be in Nashville. Like, come to Nashville. Come to Nashville." And um, so in 2012, I think it was, um, he bought a uh, a new farm outside of Nashville. And he said, "Man, we're we're having like a uh, a housewarming party at the ranch. Uh, come up this weekend, stay at my ranch, and let's talk." So I went up there, and uh, we walked around this gorgeous uh, ranch that he has. And he's like, "Man, I did this all just by playing music." He's like, "Man, you can do this. You're good enough to do this. I'll help you do this. Like, you need to give this a shot." And uh, so. I talked with the girl that I was dating at the time, and I talked with my boss at the uh, police department, 
and uh, they were like, hey, what's the worst thing that happens? Like, you go try, and it doesn't work out, and you come back. My boss was like, I'll give you your job back. Like, no worries. Like, give it a shot. So, fortunately, I've, I've still, um, you know, 10 years later, I've not had to call and ask for my job back, and uh, we're, we're still playing country music. That is awesome, bro. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, full disclosure here, folks, I've known Chad for a long time. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I think I met you probably uh, six or seven years ago, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. I was playing uh, I was playing a lot more in-town gigs in Nashville back then. I did a lot of the, uh, the Broadway stuff and stuff over in kind of Midtown. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think that's – I think we met in Midtown maybe. Yeah, uh, well – um, I think we met at the row, actually. Yeah, yeah, over in Midtown, yeah. Yeah, so which is great, which, great old place. I would you if if y'all have not uh, been to the row, that's one of my my uh, favorite hangouts in town. I love it there. Yeah, the great food, and they always have a um, acoustic acts, and it's, it was it was always a really fun thing. I've I've not done I've not done it in years, but. It was a fun thing because you'd kind of go in there and you would play for for an hour. And uh, it, it, it wasn't the typical, like, you got to play a bunch of covers and you got to do all this. Like, you could play covers, but also, like, people actually cared what you were doing. They, they cared about the music you were writing and the music you were, um, you were putting out. So it was, a, it was a breath of fresh air for sure. Uh, 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 oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh. I agree with that. And uh, uh, um, before I get into any more of what what I had planned, uh, I want to talk about your podcast. And yeah, man. Uh, as I said in the intro, I, I've never heard anything like this. I don't think it's been done, at least not to my knowledge, ever. So, uh, um, 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 talk a little bit about it and. And sort of uh, the spin you put on it. Yeah, so uh, the podcast is called From the Shadow. And essentially, we sit down with um, children of famous people who are making their own name on their own merit. And, uh, man, I I wanted to do a podcast for a long time, and I wanted to do something I thought people would be interested in, but that not a lot of other people were doing. And uh, fortunately, you know, living in Nashville for the past 10 years, I, I'm, you know, surrounded by lots of guys and girls who their parents are or were famous, you know, musicians, actors, politicians, athletes, any of those things. And, uh, you know, those guys seem to get um, kind of pigeonholed or, you know, people have all these preconceived notions about life must be incredibly easy for them or, you know, if they decide that they want to do something, that it, it's all just handed to them. And and certainly there are those cases, I'm sure, but for the most part, for the guys that I know and the folks that we've talked with so far, um, that's not been the case. 
Um, so it's interesting to sit down with them and let them tell their story and, and what they're doing and, and what they're building on their own and kind of stepping outside of that shadow that's cast over them by having a, a famous parent. And uh, and I know you said you wanted to to uh, do a podcast for a while. Uh, what initially uh, 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 put that thought in your head about the podcast? Well, well, I, I co-hosted uh, or kind of guest co-hosted uh, a podcast for a while um, that my buddy has, and it was an inter- interesting podcast, I guess, because. It dealt with a lot of things, but it was a much more um, – I don't personally like to get into politics um, in a public setting. Um, I think as an artist, my job is to create an escape from everything in the world, so I, I choose to kind of stay out of politics publicly. Um, I'm certainly a very political person privately, but I don't ever want to bring that into my music or into my brand and so um, it was kind of a hard thing for me. So I, I knew that wasn't something – that wasn't a direction that I wanted to go. Um, but I did enjoy the experience of putting together the shows and, um, and talking with different people and, and things like that. So I started looking at, at ways that I could do that on my own and, and do something different. Uh, awesome, and uh, and if uh, if anybody out there wants to listen, I, I highly encourage it because because uh, first of all, this guy's great at what he does with the podcast. He's he's uh, one of the best, and secondly, um, I think people out there are gonna are gonna uh, really really uh, uh, learn a lot, you know. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they get to see, um, you know, you, you get to hear cool stories of what it's like for these uh, for these folks growing up. But you also get to really learn who they are and not just uh, the perception uh, that's kind of uh, assumed about people like that. So it's uh, super nice to, to get to sit down and actually learn them. Um, we, we had uh, – what we try to do is we try to do eight episode seasons so that I can pre-record it and I can make sure it comes out on a consistent basis while the seasons are running. So we had eight amazing guests on our first season. Um, we had lots of musicians on the first season. Uh, we also had um, some NASCAR folks. We had um, a guy who was – his dad is in the uh, NFL Hall of Fame – uh, we had uh, a civil rights icon son, um, so we got to have a, a wide spectrum um, of guests on the first season, and that's we're expanding even more so on that in the second season. And we're also uh, adding the video aspect for the second season, um, and so I'm, I'm really excited um, to get the second season done and put out. And. And uh, hey, listen, man. If there's if there's anything I can do for you, like if you need advice about this business, or if you need whatever you need, I got you. Man, I appreciate that. You got a whole lot of experience in it, so I definitely appreciate it. 
Absolutely, buddy. Uh, so, uh, um, um, another thing I wanted to ask, uh, uh, and I ask this to all my guests, uh, if you could go back and change one thing about your career to this point, would you, and uh, what would it be? I don't know that I would necessarily change anything about my career. Um, if I could go back and, I guess, tell myself anything, um, it would be that it's it's okay to say no to things. Um, it's okay to uh, not play every single show you're offered. Uh, you know, I got myself in... in you know, in trouble because, um, I, you know, first of all, when, when you're playing around Nashville and you're playing a lot, you're playing Broadway, um, once you get in that circle, it's a very enticing thing. Um, there, you know, at least when I was playing it, when I, you know, when I first moved to Nashville, it was a completely different place. So there were, you know, on Broadway, there was probably eight bars. They all had one stage. Uh, Tootsie's had a back room. They ended up opening their their third floor later. But you know, there were there were only just a few venues, and you had to be you had to be really good to get a show. And if you had a show, every player in the world was calling you, uh, you know, to offer their services. But and also back then, you could make really good money really quickly so it was really easy for you know and when you're playing down there it's like you're playing a a four-hour shift at a time which is a lot already on a singer I mean you absolutely are wearing your voice out and but it became really easy for somebody to call you and go hey do you mind doing a double today or hey can you play you know and at one point I was I think I was playing like 12 shows a week, which is insane for a singer. And, uh, and it, you know, got myself into some trouble vocally because I really wore out my, my voice. And uh, I, would show, I was showing up to shows um, not being able to put on the performance that I wanted to and that people deserved. Uh, you know, I, I don't take it lightly, whether it's Broadway or... Uh, you know we're we're headlining uh, next Friday at uh, at Joe's in Chicago, which is a, a you know a huge venue, um, and uh, you know whether whether I'm playing to 20 people or I'm playing to 20,000, those 20 people still spent their hard-earned money to be there to hear what I'm doing, and they deserve my best show just as much as the 20,000 do. So. Um, yeah, if I could go back and tell myself anything, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, every experience you have in life leads you somewhere. And, you know, I am incredibly blessed to be where I am now. Um, but, I, you know, I would, I would tell myself, it's okay to say no. Uh, it's, you know, it's okay to pass on the money today in order to save yourself for tomorrow. Right. Uh, and I think that's, that's, sound advice, you know. Uh uh I'm not an I'm not an artist by any means but but uh I have played around a, a few times like like 
Um, um, there was a gig I played um, a couple of years in a row. It was a local uh, a local Fourth of July party um, right. with 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 a local band um, that I'm I, I'm sort of friends with uh, the singer and uh, and the first time I played the show I I think we played a I played a three hour set first time I'd ever played three hours in my life. I almost it, died. It's a long time. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. brutal. <laughs> it was absolutely, absolutely brutal, you know. But uh, and and that's just me being just uh, just a novice guitar player. I'm not great by any means, but uh, but uh, but I can I can uh, hold my own uh, when I'm I'm playing around or whatever, you know. But like I said, that was brutal. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a long time for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, um, I want to talk a little bit about about this tour that you're currently on, and you and you mentioned it uh, um, um, a little bit ago. Uh, you just uh, just uh, played um, uh, um, the Carolinas uh, uh, this past weekend, and you're playing. Um, you got got a little. Got um, a little bit of a break, and, you, and you're going to uh, Illinois and 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 Indiana in a couple of weeks, aren't you? Yeah. So, uh, kind of my deal with my wife these days is I'll tour every other weekend. Um, you know, at, at one point we were doing uh, about 160 to 180 dates a year, and I was never home. Uh, you know, you would get home on, you know, Sunday night or Monday, and you would leave back out again on Wednesday, and so it made it, made it really hard on family life, and uh, so my, my deal with my wife now is, is I'll tour every other weekend, so uh, yeah, we're out every other weekend for about the next five months or so. Uh, we kicked off this past weekend, we were in a uh, Columbia, South Carolina, Friday night, and Raleigh, North Carolina, Saturday night, which was uh, an absolutely insane time to be there because, uh, you know, you had, uh, you had UNC and Duke playing Saturday night, and uh, we were, you know, I was 20 minutes from either one of those schools, so wow. we, we had a ton of, of Duke and UNC fans out, so it was a lot of fun, and um, really excited about the next leg, um, so we're in a we're in Chicago on Friday night at Joe's, and then um, Saturday night we're in Elkhart, Indiana, and then Sunday night we're uh, we're in Nashville, uh, which is which is nice. Um, we don't do a ton of Nashville shows anymore, um, but uh, I have a buddy who um, is uh, is doing a charity event that week in Nashville, uh, who was a former Titans player, so. He was like, man, if there's any way you guys could could make something work, that would be really cool to get to to get to be there in Nashville at the same time, and and uh, so we uh, we put that together. So uh, and then we head out to uh, we're doing three shows in Cleveland, we're in Miami, we're in Saverna Park, Maryland, we're in uh, New York City, and then. Um, I think we haven't announced yet. We also have some shows in Alabama, and then we haven't announced yet. But I think we're uh, I think we're going back out to Vegas for some shows this fall. 
But uh, and then uh, I'm excited. I, my buddy Brent Stover from CBS is coming out with me all summer long, and uh, and we have Walker Montgomery with us next weekend as well. So nice. that's gonna be a lot of fun. Dang, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I did want to mention um, just briefly because you you. You uh, sort of brought it up a minute ago, but uh, uh, oh, we're both both uh, big sports fans, and uh, oh yeah, and and sports wise, oh, we're kind of bitter rivals sports wise because <laughs> uh, you are a uh, diehard Alabama fan, and I'm a I diehard UT tied. fan. That's a rough loss, buddy. <laughs> Hey, uh, um, to, um, just because we haven't uh, haven't uh, beat y'all in football the last ten years don't mean nothing. Ten years, it's it's been more than that, buddy. Have 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 they won in your lifetime? <laughs> Fair point. I know Fair that point. They, I, I know that they have not won in my children's lifetime. My daughter can never remember a time that Tennessee beat Alabama, and she just turned seventeen. So, okay. Fair point. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, but uh, seriously, in all honesty, uh, um, uh, Josh Heupel, uh Tennessee's uh, new head coach, year one, I did not expect him to do what he did. Oh, I, I was I was super impressed. I mean, I I, I got man, the SEC is uh, is looking really good. Uh, Tennessee was much further along than I thought they were going to be. Um, South Carolina was uh, was kind of surprising to me. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they were a little further along uh, than uh, you know. I, I thought they had a decent hire, but he's uh, he's really looking like he may be something. Um, I'm interested to see what's going to happen at at Florida, and then uh, man, the, those two Mississippi schools are like the wild cards. I think they um, are. I agree. So and then who knows what what what's going to happen with Brian Kelly and LSU? Um, that should be, you know, first of all they're going to have to deal with all of these, uh, uh, you know, whatever repercussions are going to happen. I saw where LSU's entire basketball team has entered the transfer portal. Yep, I think either. you're going to see that from a lot of recruits as well. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's the football team. Yeah. Uh... I don't know how they're gonna uh, rebuild that basketball program. I have no idea. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, you know it, the hard part is now that you have the rule change of the transfer portal. I mean, something like that is almost uh, a death sentence. Um, you know, the, the, when the coaches make these decisions now, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it literally could be the death of your program. Um, because kids don't have to sit out anymore. They they can transfer to any school they want to at any time and right. play the next season. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, you know it's essentially like Lane Kiffin said. You know it's it's college football's version of free agency now, and especially oh, yeah. with NIL bills and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, it's crazy. It's it it's absolutely insane. But uh, <laughs> uh. I'm getting back to to uh, uh, what uh, um, Tennessee's doing with, with the 
with Josh Heupel. Uh, um, I think Heupel is is the best coach Tennessee's had since, since Fulmer retired. Well, I never was a Phil Fulmer fan, but um, I will. Uh, you know, I, I really, uh, I really had a lot of hope for the previous coach. Um, he's an Alabama guy. He coached high school True. about 20 minutes from where I'm from. He came up through the University of Alabama system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really thought and hoped that um, Jeremy was going to do some great things there. And I think he did do some great things. I think he also made some really bad decisions. Um, right. And – you know, the uh, the landscape of college football is much different for a head coach now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not to rub anybody's nose in it, but, you know, it, it's having Nick Saban at Alabama um, has changed the mentality for every other program because if you're 100%. not Nick Saban, if you're not Nick Saban, you're not staying. If you're not winning national championships year in and year out, you're, out. You know, exactly. you're, you're not meeting the standard. So, right. you know, coaches are, you know, and I'm not saying that's the case with him. I don't know the whole deal, but you go in knowing, you know, I've got two, three years at best to win a national championship or they're moving on from me. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not good enough to be a 500 school anymore. It's not good right. enough to play in the Rose Bowl. It's not good enough to play in the Sugar Bowl. If If you're not – in the playoffs competing for a national championship, no other school is going to keep you. Um, gone are the days of the, of the Bobby Bowdens and the, you know, Joe Paternos and the, and the Bayer right. Bryants where you can stay at a single school for 50 years. Exactly. Uh, I, I, um, I'm getting back to uh, um, the music for just a second. Um, I, I've got, um, a couple more questions for you that, that um um that I think we're gonna wrap. Uh yeah. Uh when everything's said and done with your career, twenty, thirty years down the road, whenever that might be, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave in the industry? Man, that's a tough question. Um, first of all, uh, I, I love uh what I do, but I hope that 20 or 30 years, uh, I, I'm not still doing it. Um, at, you know, I tell my wife all the time, uh, you know, at some point, I just want to be old. <laughs> I just want to, uh, you know, go where I want to go, do what I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. if that means sitting on my, my back porch um, watching football all day, uh, that's it. But as far as the music goes, uh, you know, I – Songwriting is is my favorite aspect of music. Um, I love crafting songs. Um, I've, you know, been been very fortunate, especially the past um, couple of years. Um, you know, COVID was a super hard year for me as an artist. Twenty twenty, what? It, however, we're defining the quarantine era now. Um, you know, as an artist, um, uh it was a super hard year for me. Um, as a songwriter, it changed my life because it got me into some camps and into some rooms with people 
that I never would have thought I'd been in rooms with. Um, there's, you know, I'm fortunate to have some cuts coming with some other bigger artists uh, later this year. And, uh, you know, I hope that, number one, I, you know, I hope I leave some great songs behind. Um, but really for me, you know, I, 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 I always did this. Yes, I love this. Yes, it's my passion. But um, for me, it's always been about my kids. Um, I want them to know that it doesn't matter what your situation is, what you come from, what your background is. Um, I mean, I grew up dirt poor. I mean, dirt poor. And, you know, I hope that I've shown them and that I continue to, to grow and show them that you can do anything if you're willing to put in the work and if you're willing to commit to something and go all in to make things happen. Um, you can be anything you want to be. Right. Uh, so and I, I, I think for me that's my biggest thing I want to leave behind. And I'm glad you said that about about um, committing to something because um, tying this back into football and back into sports, uh, former UT Vol, Inky Johnson, who 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 is now just an incredible uh, um, incredible speaker. Uh, he says this. He said, "He said um, commitment is staying true to to uh, what you said you would do long after the mood you set it in has left." Absolutely, love that. Uh, uh, um, um, you know, and and uh, and the reason I asked that about about uh, uh, um, about what impact your legacy that you'd like to leave is is I've been doing this podcast uh, 10 years now about as long as you've been in Nashville <laughs> um, but uh, and and like you uh, I know that at, at some point this is going to end I don't know when it could be 10 more years in the road it could be tomorrow I, I don't know but um, anyway uh, uh, and uh, and and I've been thinking about uh, my own legacy in the podcast space, and, and I feel like uh, uh, beyond anything I do in the podcast world, I, I just want to be known as, as as just being a good dude. Absolutely, I think you've established that, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate that, bud. Uh, so. Uh, uh, a last question I've got for you, uh, uh, and I know we, we've we've discussed your tour and everything, but but on the music side of things, as far as uh, as far as new stuff coming out, uh, what you got? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping that we get um, three or four new singles out this year. Um, we had one that was supposed to be done um, in early December. And uh, it, it just has not um, – it just wasn't where we wanted it. And I didn't want to put it out just to be putting it out. So we're still working on that. I love that song. Um, it, it's the, the tour is the drive tour. 
and uh, the single will be called is called Drive. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, uh, we have a another song that, uh, frankly, we're gonna we're gonna push the envelope with um, a little later this year. Um, my my buddy Chris Daniel, who is an uh, incredible songwriter, producer, uh, and artist, uh, he is a he's a hip hop artist signed to Pitbull's label, and uh, we uh, we're gonna we're gonna put out a song a little later this year, and that I, I hope people are gonna like, um, and um, then uh, we'll we'll. We'll kind of go from there to see what what comes after that. Um, you know, we may have another collaboration or two this year. Um, we're working on some stuff for sure, but uh, yeah, hopefully we get three or four singles out this year. Um, I, I'm trying to allocate my time the best that I can between um, you know between touring, between the podcast, and then most importantly you know, still trying to be there for my wife and, and our kids. So, um, you know, it's, uh, there's only so many hours in the day, but I'm trying to use every single hour that I have. I understand that completely. <laughs> well, hey, uh, uh, it's been, it's been great getting to, uh, catch up with you, bud. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on, man. I really appreciate it a lot. Absolutely. Hey, um, and listen, uh, um, like I said earlier, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, uh, don't ever hesitate to reach out. I appreciate it. Same to you, man. Hey, and uh, and something else I wanted to mention too, um, that that a radio liner that you sent me, I use it all the time. Yeah, I Love use that. that thing all the time. <laughs> I like it. So, um, um, I think we're gonna gonna let you go and let you get back to your evening. But, uh, uh, but, uh, but, um, you know, you've always got an open invitation uh, back to the show anytime you want to come back on. Okay. I appreciate it, man. All right. Well, we'll um, talk to you later, buddy. Okay. All right. We'll see, you, buddy. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with with uh, my buddy, uh, Mr. Chad Bearden. Um, um, this is um, that was the first time I'm I physically spoke to Chad in in many many years, <laughs> but um, um, uh, before I get out of here, I I, I did want to mention in the next couple of weeks we're doing things a a little bit different. And I'll explain more about that. Um, next Tuesday at uh, 4.30 Central, we welcome um, 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 artist manager and and Gregory PR uh, 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 owner, Paige Gregory. So I think with that, um, I think I'm going to end the episode right here. I, um, um, you've been listening to uh, uh, Weekdays with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.